0: Finance leaders are increasingly focused on digital transformation initiatives, despite having to deal with other pressing issues like revenue, profitability, skills shortage during these periods of continuing uncertainty. Granted, we've had two years to adjust to the new ways of doing business and working. Uncertainties are always more pronounced during times of heightened crisis, as when there is a new round of infection outbreak. The 2021 Gartner CEO Survey, the CFO Perspective, noted that 82% of CFOs report investments in digital as accelerating, exceeding investments in other areas like talent, supply chain, business services, or fixed asset. Should digital be the be-all and end-all of the CFOs priority in 2022? In today's Podchats for Future CFO, we are joined by Mr. Go-Yin Shen, Finance Director, Tekwa Industrial Corporation Limited, a Singapore company best known for the manufacture and distribution of paper packaging products. Sian, welcome to Podchats for Future CFO. Thanks, Alan. Do you need to transform finance today to enable or facilitate a more holistic business transformation?
1: yes you have to i guess for finance in general transformation is always happening with uh with new technologies new processes and understanding that what you do in the old times can't continue as things become more advanced so to be more holistic right either look at not just the work scope of your team but also what's available technology-wise and process-wise out there that's why you always have that concept of best practices available and understanding where processes are always been improving even the financial regulations regards to finance and how accounting has been processed you have to actually understand it look at it and then find ways to actually meet them because the timing now, the expectations from, from finance is getting shorter and shorter. The need for real-time information is very real. Usually last time you can, based on budget, based on processes or what happened last year, you just extrapolate for this year's budget, but it becomes not relevant or it quickly um, non-relevant anymore because you gotta always move the times. That's why a lot of companies are doing like activity-based budgeting. They're looking at more than one budget to review, that, or a three-month budget and a rolling budget to look at how processes are being done. So, so yeah, I, I think holistically, from finance side, you always could has have change. Always have to look at the people you have, and I always believe this strongly: the people you have that you train under and who are able to give you fresh ideas are the teams that will make your process a bit more smoother.
0: What exactly is the role of finance in a digitally transformed enterprise?
1: The role of finance in a digital transformed enterprise has evolved to be a bit more business partnering to make sense or be that voice for business operations for sales for any part of the business right to give that feedback because in a day every business the financial numbers are the ones that show the progress the achievements the success of a business so for finance it always has to be that to be the, the voice of truth to to show to management that that, that certain parts are going as per plan, as per expected in a way so for finance you always has to be there in every discussion from the quotation side to the planning side to the actual execution and to the, the year end or the month end results to show that the progress of what the business has planned is actually meeting its objectives and that, that's what finances has to do now more now than ever before because last time i mean I, I remember telling the conversation with a senior fellow he says that last year finance is just looking at the quarterly the half yearly now it's monthly even weekly or even daily over project finance to look at it at a granular level so the granular level now becomes not just have to have be the best to have but have to have
0: now do you believe that this so-called continuous process optimization is the foundation for sustained uh, competitive advantage Yes, it is. Because not just your
1: continuous improvements helps your current process, but it also helps with your the career development of your staff and also retention and attraction of your staff. Because I read somewhere and also it's quite true for, for me as well. If my processes are still very arcane, you can't keep your people. People will say that, why am I joining this organisation who is not not uh, future ready or, or future looking? They want to join an organisation where the, the, the management team uh, is really top down and bottom up. I mean, they take as much input they can on the business and for finance, like one of the things is actually looking at your processes and improving it constantly because i'm always a person that i'm always scared what i don't know you know in a way and, and automating processes is one way to actually make it so that your, your people are satisfied with their, their job job security job scope everything like that especially now especially in covid i mean you, you know that automation improvements and stuff that actually helps people stay in the in the
0: in process in a way Reviewing your processes and technology direction, right? What would be one area where you think that you could see a bit more improvement or maybe even make changes upon? I think the the
1: one that I always think that we should Make changes, one is the one where you touch other departments. Because for finance is always easy because you can control the people under you and the process under you because it, it's within your area. But if it's if it's an enterprise wide process, like say for example micro budgeting or looking at at the product side, so, so those parts are the parts where you have to be, put more effort to more change management to change the thinking of people outside of finance. It's always a challenge because everyone always wants to protect their own work scope. They will ask, uh, "Why are you looking at this?" Well, just go back to your numbers and stuff like that. But for enterprise and for enterprise, or business to grow, right, it has to be together with everybody. Everybody has to show that they understand that the end goal, what it is, it is about. It, the The good thing about it is to, to show that the business is giving value. And I guess for a lot of customers, that's what they expect. They expect the, the business to always give value, to give insights, to give process. It's not just, I tell you to do job A, you just do job A. You should do job A and also provide feedback to them that, hey, maybe this part, could, we could help on this part or, or stuff like that. I mean, you look at data, data analytics, a lot of companies now, right, they're not just performing the job, but they're provide key data back to your end customer to show that, hey, maybe your, this delivery could be done better if you do it this way. stuff like that. So finance also plays that part to actually show how that process is calculated because we are the ones that, that provide the end results.
0: Okay. How would you rate your finance team's competency to drive successful transformation? And if there's any one area that you think the team struggles the most? Um, for my
1: team, I think the, the complexity that I, I try to calculate in my team is actually that getting them to know what's out there, in a way, out outside of their own boundary. A lot of finance teams, they're they're usually quite um, introvert in nature. Most accountants are introvert. They just look at what they need to do. But I guess you have to be a bit more outgoing, more extrovert, more thirsty to understand more information. And a lot of finance teams struggle to get experienced staff. And there's a struggle. Do I train this staff so much that they might go? But you have to look at the benefits of it. If I train this staff enough, I give them the expertise. Experience and less exposure, he can give back to my company more than a normal food soldier or normal normal person who just does category A. Because you want a staff to actually not just do their role well, but also do their role and give challenge the role, challenge the role by telling management that maybe this one can do better than this or this. Other. I know it's hard. It, it's always a conduit because people already have not enough time to just do their own job. But you can't change a person's job scope unless the person feeds back to you, and that feedback is always critical. I mean, it, it's like customer satisfaction survey, right? You think you're doing a good job, but the customer say it's a crap job so it's the same with your finance teams you have to actually always constantly look feedback i always tell that my stuff i used to be you i used to be the guy keying invoices doing bank reconciliations and stuff like that but those times when i did that and those times that you're doing it now is different so i need to know what your challenges now and how you and i can work together and make it better so challenge the norm i always believe that challenging will actually make our organization better
0: Now, do you believe that as an organization, the finance team is equipped to meet the organization's sustainability objectives?
1: I would say the for finance organisations, it's a new subject for everyone, not just the finance organisation, but organisations as a whole. So to be equipped on it, right, you always have to start reading on. Well, what is the sustainable efforts on different countries or you're based in are doing? Like for example, Singapore's approach to sustainability is very different from Indonesia, with Philippines, with Malaysia and stuff like that. So for finance teams, right, or global finance teams, right, you have to actually take the effort to start reading it. There's always a convergence of sustainable efforts by certain environment ministers to actually look at trying to find protocol that's consistent for the whole of Southeast Asia. But you can't satisfy everyone. Can't. One country who is probably more in like, like minerals, like the Philippines or, or Indonesia, maybe they have a different approach to sustainability than a country like Singapore, which is very professional service-based. I wouldn't say it's a, every finance team can tell you that they are well-equipped. I think it's always a constant learning process and going for forums, reading up about it, having it review is one thing because I always believe that sustainability is not just about saying what you do as an organization to be sustainable. But in the future, you probably have to do it and you have to get it audited or reviewed by professional teams to say that hey what you say is what you're actually doing so no one can just talk the world but never do anything at all
0: where do you expect your focus as finance head will be in 2022 I mean, sustainability is not just from the environmental part and on reporting
1: because like your emission targets, your social efforts, your social impact, your electricity usage regards to being environmentally friendly and stuff like that because these are things that are that straddle between finance and operations in, in a way and you have to find that conduit where you're the sweet spot because no operation team will say that they will take up sustainability efforts because they'll say that I'm so busy just doing operations and the finance side, you're the one that's supposed to provide all the reports and stuff like that. So you have to actually roll up the sleeve and try to understand of sustainable efforts are there but now efforts is very constant now with a lot of customers and vendors they'll ask you like what's your what's your sustainability efforts i think in the last three months i've actually done more than five or six surveys on sustainability efforts by customers and the, the questions they are asking are more detailed nowadays and you have to back it out with information as well
0: but where is the finance organization in terms of its transformation journey
1: like my organization, we're still taking baby steps because it also depends on the maturity of the organization and how new that organization is. If you're a new organization, right, a lot of your processes are not are not legacy processes, so the, the change may be a lot faster. But for us, we are a 55-year-old company, so there's still a lot of legacy process still in place. So the change has, has come with a lot of change management, a lot of uh, resistance that is still there, but we're still coming along. I, I think I'm, I'm still faster than some of my competitors in the same years and legacy and stuff like that. But. If you're an organization that just started, I, I think it's, it'll be a lot faster and easier for you to, to put in these these positions or structures in place, but it's always uh, a chicken egg thing. Like your boss will ask, what's the ROI of doing this? What's the process of this? But sometimes it's good to have the, it's always a finance team should always have an ROI with regards to the digitalization process that they put in place and see whether what they've done is what's happening. But at the end of the day, you also have to look at the, the ROI of if I don't do it, what will happen? Because if I don't do it, like, especially now, I mean, COVID was a game changer. A lot of organizations didn't do a lot of digitalization because they thought that the same process can be done. But with the workforce streamlined, with nobody at work or still, still need to pay, you realize that if I had put this in like a disruption, my business wouldn't be as great as well. So we can't be safe for sure there won't be another COVID in the future or COVID-like event, but it gives the impetus to people who are not finance trained to say that, yeah, maybe I should spend more effort looking at digitalization, not just my finance, my operation, my HR, and look at it as a holistic process.
0: If the overarching goal of finance is to create a sustainable transformation of finance, I mean, if the overarching goal of the CFO or finance yep. head is to create a sustainable transformation of finance, what do you think needs to happen?
1: I think the first thing that is getting buy-in, uh, I think that's always important and making sure that everyone understands what sustainability is. Because it's always easy to use it as a password, or oh, let's do a sustainable effort, let's do, let's do, let's do digitalization. But what it really means to your organization maybe have different connotations in, in a way. So for the first thing, you having to buy in on your team, your managers understand what, why that, why that's being done. It can be top-down, it can be bottom-up, but it was always better if you can get the bottom-up buy-in first in, in a way so that it makes, it moves the whole thing. Because they are the hands and legs. If they're doing it because the boss tells them to, right? Then it's it's not going to happen. So you have to actually have that process of having it. I mean, it will be challenging because it's a start starting process, but you have to put do that do that first. So I guess doing the buy in first, then starting the whole process, and that will be the first first hurdle. And once that's done, everything else should all fall in place.
0: Sian, thank you for joining us on Podcasts for Future CFO. Thank you, Ellen. That was Go Yin Sian, Finance Director, Tekwa Industrial Corporation Limited, on the topic of Making Finance Transformation a Reality. You are listening into Podcasts for Future CFO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for our free weekly newsletter, so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CFO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CFO. Bye for now.